Welcome to Adulting in Real Life with Jada Swirl. This is your host, Jerlyn. On this episode, you'll be hearing an interview I did with my friend Chris, who is from Germany. I hope that you guys will forgive us because this is my very first interview via Skype. There's a few lags, but you can still hear the context of the conversation. Anyway, here's my very first interview, episode three. Hi, can you hear me? Hi, I can hear you. Great. Awesome. And it seems as if it's recording. Okay. <laughs> this will be hilarious if we just did this entire interview and then nothing comes out of it. <laughs> we, we shall see. We shall see. Okay. So, my first question on this list is, what do you do for a living without giving too much information? What am I doing for a living? Yeah, sometimes I'm asking, I'm asking that myself. So, um, technically speaking, I'm uh, an economist and I work uh, at a university. So basically, I teach students and I uh, do research. And well, yeah, that's mostly it, right? I try to do this to that. Sometimes, I, for example, I also had writing at least a chapter in a school book, right, for, for school t- uh, children in economics, stuff like that. But mostly I do research at the university and uh, teach uh, students. Ah, what type of research? Um, mostly mostly labor economics. So, for example, I think the, the most interesting study I conducted with my PhD advisor from uh, the University of Constance, where I I did my PhD. Um, Leo Kahrs is his name, and uh, we conducted um, some kind of, well, you could say, a field study where we sent out applications to real job vacancies. And uh, half of the applications in Germany, right, I'm from Germany, half of the applications had a German-sounding name, and the other ones had a Turkish-sounding name. And otherwise, these... uh, uh, these applications were, well, more or less the same, right? We basically just had two types of applications and randomly assigned the names. And we were checking, well, does the Turkish-sounding name make a difference in the German labor market? And no big surprise, that's the, the not-so-interesting result, but still it's <laughs> sad to get the result that the name made a difference, right? Uh, if you aggregate over all the firms, um, uh, the Turkish-sounding name or be more precise, the German sounding name received 14% uh, more positive uh, replies, like invitations for a job interview or stuff like that. I have to be just one little disclaimer. We focused on a very particular sector of labor market because we were applying for internships for students in economics because, I mean, that was basically the, the, the obvious field. To check, oh, and also we we use the students, of course, for for cheap labor, right? And in order to uh, to make it a little bit more interesting for them, they were applying for jobs that might also be interesting to themselves. One final sentence to that: um, while it's not so surprising that the name made a difference, it was very surprising to us that it made a difference how many informations we added to the application, namely. Half of the applications had um, reference letters from previous employers, and the others, other ones don't. And the name only mattered, so the 
Turkish sounding name had a disadvantage only in those applications where these informations from the uh, from the reference letters were missing. Oh. You must know. Yeah, so so it, it was really the the um, the firms they they were prejudiced against the Turkish sounding name, but if they received information that. Um, well, a, pre a previous employer say, well, this Turkish-sounding guy, guy, well, he is as reliable and punctual and all that stuff, like any other person, well, then uh, it didn't make any difference. So still, I mean, it's still discrimination, right? You treat you, yeah. do people differently just because of the name, but it's not pure racism. I hate Turkish people, but I'm prejudiced. But at least if I get new information, I update my information. So yeah, still bad news, but... Uh, Different. This is kind of interesting because I feel like we kind of face the same thing here in the U.S. where maybe a more ethnic-sounding name might have some prejudice to it, too. Mm -hmm. The yeah. original study actually comes from the United States where uh, the researchers, I think, I think even in the middle of the 90s or beginning of the 2000s, they were conducting this study with uh, white and black-sounding names. Like mm -hmm. uh, the, the white ones were, I think, Emily and Greg. And I, I must admit, I am not entirely sure what, which black names they, they chose, but they basically were the first ones, I think, to make such a big audit study. And they found basically, well, the name mattered, but yeah. this, this information twist, that's, that's what we basically focused on, that the amount of information actually matters, at least in a German labor market. Yeah, that's fascinating. Actually, I like that a lot. <laughs> Thanks. So, <laughs> I know, I, I love economics, so... Hopefully, like, people find this interesting, too. But, yeah, it, like, your name does play a factor in many different countries, probably, especially mm -hmm. ones you're not from, or you might have a minority or some sort of disadvantage or social economic stature. That's Absolutely. Yeah, wow. So, I, this is a very casual interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and you're the, you're the first, so don't mind if I'm all over the place. No so problem. We, we started chatting in Yahoo chat days back in the day. Did you find many friends from around the world intentionally? Um, well, intentionally is uh, maybe not the right word, but I mean, I, I always was a little bit curious, right, uh, to, uh, to, to find new people. And also, I think back then I, I was a little bit of a nerd, right? So, I mean, I had, a big, I had other good friends in real life, if you want to, to call it that, uh, that. but uh, well, it, I, I think it was easier for me to to meet, so to say, new people online. And yeah. then, I mean, if you don't re meet them in person anyways, then it doesn't matter where they are from, right? I mean... I agree. <laughs> so I think a couple of, let's say, interesting people at least, right? Because... Uh, I think even also back then, but maybe even still now, people uh, use the anonymity of, of the internet to to give out information, so to say, or tell you about interests that they wouldn't tell you directly if you meet them at a bar, for example. Some people would, maybe still would, but uh, I think uh, people are a little bit more open online if they, they are more or less, or at least a little bit anonymous. I agree. Um, do you use the information that you gather from people living in different countries for your studies as well or no this was so, no? so okay. I'm, I'm not i'm not this facebook uh, uh cambridge analytical <laughs> analytics uh, uh guy or whatever no um i'm i, I would never uh use 
personal information, so to say, for for, for research. I mean, so, sometimes it might be in, in, in some kind of inspiration, right? Yeah, uh, so... For example, I had a, a student writing a master thesis mm-hmm. about um, the, the, the scholarship system for... Uh, for universities or for students at universities in Germany and uh, she was wrote, writing about the fact that there is a quite generous scholarship system in Germany at least uh, well it's a public system and basically if you don't have a lot of money you get up to five six seven hundred euros a month and the point is half of that is um, a zero interest loan and the other half is completely free. You don't have to pay it back. So basically it's free money. And still it seems like a lot of people are not applying for this free money, even though they might be eligible for that. And she was, I mean, she uh, was interested very much in that because she uh, had some friends where she thought that that, that might apply to them, and uh, I myself know a few few people who well, were afraid of that. And and that I mean that, that for personal let's say experience, right, or experience of their, your friends, do you you might some, sometimes think oh that's an interesting phenomenon, and you might want to analyze that, right? Yeah. So that that's maybe what what I for my research take from from friends online. That that would be a thing. But nothing personal in detail, so to say. At most, inspiration, maybe. Yeah, because I actually thought maybe you would have some insight based on the different places your friends lived. But I'm also like you. I had friends from all over the world because I grew up in this very small country and mm-hmm. I wanted to expand my mind, basically, like how other people think. And yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do appreciate us being friends online. Uh, same from my side, absolutely. Awesome. So I focus on a great deal of social issues that affect me here. Um, do you see a lot of social issues like this in Germany, like the movements that we have here recently, like the Me Too movements and things like that? Um, I th- it depends a little bit, right? I think there are little bubbles uh, maybe also in the United States, but I think in Germany you have a little bit stronger that people live in their own bubbles and they don't really come out. So I think if you, you had these, these big marches in Washington, if I remember correctly, and things like that, we don't have these big marches, right? It's more, I would say, local. And I also would say maybe a little bit more academic. Okay, ah. so it's, it's not, I would say, we have to be careful because I'm not an expert for that, right? But I would say it's not such a broad movement in, in Germany. It's all over the media, all the time, but it's not so much in the, the broad population, I would say. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> so I'm curious because I'm, I'm sure you're not probably the expert, but how do you think Germany sees us as the U.S. with our current political climate? <laughs> <laughs> I think most people in Germany are, um, they, they really like uh, people in the United States. Okay, mm-hmm. so I mean, there are, there are a few crazy ones, I would say maybe 10, 15, 20 percent, right? Also the ones that, that vote for this new rather right-wing party. It's not a Nazi party, but still they are uh, right, conservative, right? And mm-hmm. they are a little bit skeptic about uh, the United States and they're more pro-Russia, I would say, very broadly speaking, not all of them, of course. But I would say, uh, if, if you leave these, these people aside, 
the, the majority is very open to, I would say, people from the United States. Of course, with government, it's always a little bit different, right? I mean, uh, you can can say uh, U.S. Americans are very nice people, but their president is maybe not the best one they could have. <laughs> In right. Germany, you always have to be a little bit careful because when it comes to bad, gov bad governments, I think, historically speaking, we had a few of the worst. So we, we, we yeah. should not blame people for their, their government. Yeah, I am very familiar with the past. <laughs> um, and I'm sure... I would like to touch on that eventually. I'm sure, and mm -hmm. hopefully you want to. Hopefully, maybe we can talk on another episode about it. But um, since my podcast is about growth and adulting, what would you tell your 14-year-old self? That's that that that's a good question. So maybe maybe I would say, don't worry, do more crazy stuff. Ah, uh, like what? maybe maybe go out a little bit more travel a little bit more right i was uh, i already mentioned i was a little bit of a nerd back then and yeah. uh, I, I i think it's it's also a bit hard to change just one thing right if you say you party more and do this more and do that more maybe i would have a different career different job would be a completely different person right so okay. uh, ch change one thing might change some other things but um, like a butterfly um, effect. Yeah, maybe exactly, exactly. So don't, but but in general, I think you could still say don't worry about what other people think of you, right? Uh, I, I I worry a lot, lot more about these things than I do right now, right? I mean, yeah. I have uh, quite a few very good friends, and I know they they don't mind me one way or another uh, in a bad way, right? So I don't have to worry about them and. I mean, if someone else who doesn't know think uh, you're you're weird or something else, don't care, right? You you will never meet this person again, even if you do. Why should it be relevant what this other person uh, thinks about you? That doesn't mean you you have to act like a complete idiot, right? But right. if you do what you want to do and act somewhat at a reasonable level, okay, you will be fine. I would say. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I keep reminding myself a great deal about that sometimes, and I still forget. I'm like, why is this bothering me so much? This person doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I, I think it's hard. I mean, as, as soon as you be a considerate person, caring about others, I think you maybe automatically also think about, well, how would this other person think about me, right? You want to be right. nice. You want to be liked. Uh, that, that That's not a bad thing. But, I mean, so, some people are not worth it right you give them one chance the second one then at some point okay yeah don't spend your energy agreed um have you traveled outside of germany yes a few times well actually uh, more accurately um not just european countries because i know that it's probably easier to travel yeah to, yeah <laughs> it's it's hard, hard i mean i'm i'm like one one mile from the border to switzerland so it's very hard ah. <laughs> to avoid uh going to another country here uh but also france and austria and these countries i mean europe is is pretty small right especially if you are in south germany basically right in the middle uh it's very easy to to uh, to get to other countries within Europe. Out of Europe, I, I only was in the States once. I oh, where, think. Did, where did you go? 
I actually it was more or less for work. I I was in San Francisco. Oh, beautiful um, place. Absolutely. So I the, the the conference which I attended was like four or five days, maybe even a little bit less. I think more or less four days, and I added another week, which of course then I had to pay for myself, but that was yeah. okay. Uh, to uh, well do the, the the whole tourist experience, so to say, right? It's oh, it's, so it's really a beautiful that. place. Yeah, I'm really happy you did that. Awesome. Yeah, really have to find. Uh, I mean, I'm a little busy, but most most of us are probably right. Uh, you really have to to considerately take time to travel. I think it's. I agree. It's it's. I, I've never I've never heard a person right. I really. Uh, really should have not traveled that much in my life, right? That, that, yeah. that doesn't happen, right? It's Correct. always a good thing. Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> well, um, we're going to wrap up for today, but mm -hmm. this was a really great first interview. You're my first interview ever. <laughs> Amazing. I think it worked out great, and uh, so you did too. a great job. Thank you. I, I'm I sure with more practice, I'll get better. Uh, I hope I didn't. I, I mean, there there comes also the teacher uh, at some points uh, through, right? Uh, we, we 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 tend to talk a little bit too much, so at some point maybe you have to interrupt me. But I think you're doing good job, and you know uh, how to do that if Great. necessary. Yes, <laughs> and we're, I'll work on it even more as I get better at this. I think with practice, I'll get better. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Christian. What a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Likewise. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. I did mention that I'm a runner, and I wear these awesome compression socks. So, of course, I'm going to tell you about them. I'm sponsored by Tio. Tio is a yaw word that means to run or jump. And I've been using them for the past two years, and it has helped me perform my best at races. It reduces muscle fatigue and helps me recover faster. So to check them out, go to tiux.co. And I do have a referral code, but on the website you can also get 50% off. I have my referral code in the show notes, so please check it out. And you will get 50% off. And if you go to the website and refer your friend, you can get $10 off on the purchases. So check them out, tiux.co. And by the way, because of all my stuff and giving back, I love that they have social missions as well. So check their website out, check out their mission, check out some badass socks.